0: This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, National Cyber Director Harry Coker calls for more diversity when hiring for federal cyber jobs. The Space Development Agency has made $2.5 billion worth of awards to build its tracking layer. And the VA is looking to reduce the childbirth mortality rate for women veterans. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. It's Wednesday, January 17th, 2024. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. Federal offices in the D.C. metro area were open on time today, but federal employees were allowed to take unscheduled leave or unscheduled telework. The Office of Personnel Management made the decision to open on time, despite temperatures dipping well below freezing last night and concerns over icy roads. The D.C. metro area has been digging out of two to six inches of snow, which blanketed the region on Monday. Weather conditions remain frigid. A federal judge is challenging gun restrictions in post offices across the country. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. A USPS truck driver was arrested in 2022 for bringing a concealed handgun into work. But a U.S. District Court in Florida says the employee has a right under the Second Amendment to carry a gun for self-defense in the post office where he worked. The judge says the federal government has the authority to prohibit firearms at government facilities, but that there's no historic precedent for banning them at post offices. The judge dismissed a charge against the employee for illegally possessing a gun at a federal facility, but didn't dismiss another charge for forcibly resisting arrest. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. Agencies don't all measure telework in the same way, Federal News Network's Drew Friedman explains. Some agencies use multiple methods to collect data on their teleworking employees, but an Office of Personnel Management report shows that the methods are inconsistent government-wide. About two-thirds of agencies, for instance, use their time and attendance system to track teleworking in the workforce. A quarter of agencies manually review telework agreements. Another quarter of agencies use a customized tracking system to count their teleworking employees. OPM says agencies face challenges in data collection because of technological limitations. But at the same time, OPM says it's trying to improve the data by setting stricter requirements for agencies moving forward. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. The National Geospatial Intelligence Agency is building on a key workforce initiative. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday has the details. NGA is expanding its neurodiversity hiring efforts. The agency will recruit a new group of up to six neurodiverse individuals later this year. That's after NGA in 2020 became one of the first federal agencies to launch a neurodiversity hiring pilot. Neurodiversity refers to differences in how the brain works and includes conditions such as autism. Going forward, NGA plans to embed its neurodiversity hiring efforts into its broader Persons with Disabilities program. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. Another big step in the Space Development Agency's mission to transition DOD from massive, expensive satellites to a constellation of smaller, cheaper ones. SDA is making awards worth up to $2.5 billion to L3Harris, Lockheed Martin, and Sierra Space to build Tranche 2 of its tracking layer. That's the part of the space architecture meant to detect missile threats. Each company will build and run 16 satellites in low Earth orbit. All 54 of the small satellites are expected to launch by 2027, but SDA says that schedule could get delayed if Congress doesn't pass a full 2024 budget by the end of March. The Defense Information Systems Agency, or DISA, will get a new intelligence unit later this year. Lieutenant General Robert Skinner, DISA's director, says that the unit will be able to provide support to combatant commands and other agencies. This will be the agency's first intelligence directorate. Skinner announced the establishment of the new unit last year, and the goal is to have it fully operational by the end of 2024. The Department of Veterans Affairs is looking to reduce deaths and severe health complications for veterans who give birth. But the Government Accountability Office finds the severe morbidity rate for VA patients giving birth nearly doubled between 2011 and 2020. GAO says 13 veterans died from pregnancy-related causes within that period. That's out of about 40,000 delivery hospitalizations covered by the VA. Research shows pregnant veterans are more likely than other pregnant women to have physical and mental health conditions that may contribute to adverse maternal health outcomes. The Biden administration will conduct a series of so-called cyber hiring sprints to fill vacancies across the federal government this year. That's the word from National Cyber Director Harry Coker, who spoke at the Community College of Baltimore County last week. Coker says the sprints will help bring more people from diverse backgrounds into federal cyber jobs. And he says the White House is working on ways to streamline the hiring by perhaps removing the requirement for a four-year degree. Federal executives will soon have the opportunity to share both successes and challenges in how they manage their employees. The Office of Personnel Management will launch its annual Human Capital Review this March. The goal is to hear from agency leaders on how they're addressing workforce concerns and how they're trying to reach better performance overall. Managers across agencies can discuss best practices and the root causes of challenges. And then work with opm to figure out solutions opm says much of this year's human capital review will focus on data collection and improvements recommendations around modernizing the defense department's requirements system and budget documents will be challenging to implement in the coming years authors of a new report have found the atlantic council's commission on defense innovation adoption released its final report laying out recommendations and case studies to help DOD and Congress adopt new technologies faster. The panel says strengthening the alignment of capital markets to defense needs and modernizing the bureaucratic joint capabilities integration and development system process will be especially difficult areas to reform in the future. Congress and DOD have fully or partially implemented six recommendations, but the report acknowledges that it'll take some time to see systemic changes. Find these stories and more at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Wednesday, January 17th, 2024, I'm Peter Masurlian.